You right over there? Yeah, I'm good. You're fine? I'm, no, I'm doing well. You sure? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I'm glad to see you dressed up today. Yeah, thanks. Well, we don't have our wardrobe on. <laughs> our our wardrobe last, person I, took the day off, so. I, yeah. <laughs> I think last week I was in a, like a parka. I don't remember. Yeah, I don't I was remember. Right. Yeah, just like your pajamas, basically. <laughs> I keep forgetting that this gets video recorded. Yeah, too. me too. <laughs> I'm like, dang it. Yeah. It's yeah. not just my voice. No. Uh, so how do you uh, typically, what would you do this afternoon? You uh, listen to a little Hoobastank? Always. A little Lincoln Park? Yeah. It's, it's, your, it's your generation's music, right? <laughs> yeah, basically. Yep. It's just in my mind. <laughs> oh, like what learning. am I doing with my time? Well, yeah, like in my it. mind on a Thursday afternoon, you're like, you know, I'm throwing some Hoobastank. Yeah. Some, some crawling in my skin. Some... A little limp biscuit. A little nookie. <laughs> what, yeah. A little. Is that your generation little... or am I off? No, you, no, that's about right. Like, yeah. you know, they were, that was like early 2000s, <laughs> mid 2000s. That was, those are like the angst years, late middle school, yeah. high school. Yeah. So, yeah, that's yeah. great. That's fantastic. Death Cab for Cutie. Death Cab, oh my gosh. Dashboard yeah. confessional. I don't, you should stop talking now. Um, before you isolate our entire Swedish audience. <laughs> That's right. Um, uh, we do like Bjork. We do. That's right. I think she's Icelandic. Uh, I have no idea. I messed that up. No idea. Okay, anyways. Yeah. Okay, so you want to know what I did with my afternoon? What did you do this afternoon? I took a nap. Man, that's I a did. good day. I take a nap. How long was your nap? It was like... 28 minutes, That's and I felt like a new man yep. for 20, after 28 minutes. Yeah. Now, I'm sure you know this, but there are some people listening right now that are like, 28 minutes? I would be so angry and so ticked off if I only fell asleep mm. for 28 minutes. Yeah. In fact, I would feel worse if I tried to take a nap for that long. Yeah. But not your people. Yeah. No. Or I should say, not the male members of your people. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. We... We are a napping people, for sure. <laughs> and the thing about those 28-minute naps is you, right when you wake up, you're, like, really groggy, at least for me. It's like, oh, man, I could definitely sleep more. And then yeah. you just give it five minutes and, like, yeah. a glass of water, and you're like, I'm ready to conquer you're like, oh, my gosh, that was fantastic. Oh, I there's a wall great. there? I'm going to run right through That's it. That's right. Yeah, I totally. feel like a new man. Oh, absolutely. I, yeah. Um, yeah, my, I can't remember. My wife, not a napper. Mm-hmm. Very angry if she takes a nap. Your yeah. wife? Uh, my wife does like to nap, actually. That, she does. She, but not your mom. My mom hates to, to nap. She will not nap under any circumstances. In fact, if I remember correctly, nothing makes her more angry than to walk into a room and see a Clark male napping <laughs> <laughs> midday. Um, <laughs> usually it's fine if it's if 60 minutes haven't elapsed. <laughs> Once it gets past that, then it's a little bit like, all right. <laughs> all right, enough of this. Is this really still happening? <laughs> Yes, it is. <laughs> it's a great day. Yeah. Have you, all three of you, ever been napping in the same room? My father, my brother, and I? Yeah. I don't think the same room. So that's like a... Probably like on vacation or something. It's like three hotel. hurricanes converging that's in right. the same that's city. Right. Yeah. All of us snoring together yeah. in sync. Yeah. It'd be, yeah. just be like a white noise machine at that point because we wouldn't be all synced up. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we, we love to nap. Napping's a good thing. I think people in general have a diff- like a love-hate relationship, yeah. not just a napping, mm-hmm. but to sleep in general. Yeah, um, I think so. And uh, interestingly enough, the article that I sent you is about sleep. Yeah. Um, I actually really enjoyed this article for a number of reasons. Mm-hmm. Um, Me too. Um, and so, you know, basically the, the article was like a 
a love-hate letter to sleep. Absolutely. Uh, and it yeah. came at it from a different, um, a lot of different perspectives. Yeah. So, like, the introduction to set this up mm -hmm. uh, says this. Um, we basically get the same amount of sleep as we did 50 years ago. Yeah. But that doesn't mean we're snoozing enough. Approximately one in three U.S. adults isn't getting the seven or more. Now, it used to be eight or more. They've since changed it to seven. Mm -hmm. Seven or more daily hours of shut-eye recommended by the CDC, yeah. uh, according to a 2020 poll from the National Sleep Foundation. Mm -hmm. And even among those who log good rest, logged good rest at least six nights a week, one quarter say drowsiness still regularly interferes mm -hmm. with their life. Yeah. Um, and I don't know, man. I don't know about you, but I find that the older I get, the more preoccupied I am with getting good sleep. Like, like my life, yeah. like orbits around like sleep-related things. Yeah. You just came out of a season. I know it's better now, uh -huh. but early on with the kid. Yeah. Not good sleep. Not good sleep. No. How'd uh, that affect your day? Um, for some reason, I've just always been kind of aware that I don't do well. So in high school, I would do all-nighters all the time. Yeah. And that wasn't actually because I had Raves, enough glow sticks, Yeah, yeah. Things partying. like that. Yeah. yeah. That's what I thought. Yeah. Nights in yeah. jail. Yeah. Stuff like that. I got it. Yeah. Yeah. That was me. So, um, no, but, and <clears throat> that was just basically, mainly due to procrastination and... <laughs> Back to looking in, in hindsight, it was like, at the time, it was like, oh my gosh, I have so much work to do. Yeah. And it was like, I wasted a lot of time <laughs> Just on AOL Instant Messenger yeah. and MySpace. Oh, and, that's good. And More doing stuff with early 2000s Doing stuff with my friends and not my homework. And then it was like, nine o'clock would show up and be like, oh man, I should. Okay, so when you were that age, how did you, how did you, how do you think, in hindsight, how yeah. do you think you functioned on low sleep back then? Great. Uh you know, no sleep, not good. Uh, low sleep, pretty, no good. Sleep, pretty I, good. I think high schoolers in general, you know, that we're always, you're always, teenagers are like always tired because biologically, physiologically, they actually require more sleep than. Yeah. Actually, ideally, they would be up late is what they want to be yeah. and then sleep in sleep late. In, and right. that's the per but unfortunately, yeah, yeah. schools yeah. are not geared around that. No, no. Uh, that preference. <laughs> that's why that first or second period is just a. It was grind, man. It's the worst. Yeah. yeah. But um, pretty well. I mean, there were, me and my friends would often get very little sleep and be tired, but fine. Like, go to basketball practice and, like, go to school <laughs> all day. And, like, or thinking about doing that now. I know. Like, like, you're we, like, no. How do we not? I don't want to go to the grocery store. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> okay. So now, you know, flash yeah, forward, flash you forward. know, a decade or so yeah. later. Uh, we have a kid. You have a kid. And how are you functioning now on low sleep? Uh, well, it, I definitely don't feel like I could do basketball practice. That's, <laughs> let me just say that. No, it's definitely a change, you know. I, and I, that was really kind of a surprise yeah. for me. It was like, yeah. I've always been able to bounce back and, you know. Yeah. Um, but, man, it, it really is a... And even in my 30s, I've noticed different than my late 20s where, yeah. Yeah. you know, typically, I'd say 90-plus percent of the time, I can fall asleep without much yeah. trouble. But... Definitely now, and especially since having a kid, which has been less than a year now, it's it's different. Things are different, yeah. and I have to like yeah. really be more mindful about it all. And it's kind of annoying. I haven't <laughs> talked about this much, but for me, like, the, I I'm just coming on the tail end of a season where I've had a, a, like this huge battle with sleep, mm. um, and specifically, I just 
I could not wake up without being in pain mm -hmm. in my neck or mm -hmm. somewhere in my back. Yeah. Uh, so I, like every morning I was waking up with like a different ailment. I'm like, am I having fight club in the middle of the That's night? Right. What am I doing? Is <laughs> my wife okay? Yeah, I, right. I don't, uh, and so like we got, it, um, we, 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 bu we ended up buying one of those adjustable bases yeah. Which makes nothing makes you feel more old than your teenagers walking in and you're in the uh, sitting up position watching TV. <laughs> and yeah. they're, like, <laughs> they're like, would you like me to bring you some applesauce That's as well, right. mom That's and dad? <laughs> Definitely has a particular look to it. <laughs> yeah. But that helped a lot to really? be able to like adjust my sleeping position. So, so is it is flat not working for you anymore? Is that the issue? No, I need my head slightly elevated. Okay. And... In the perfect world, you know, my feet also slightly elevated. Okay, so. interesting. But yeah, Shannon okay. doesn't like that position, so I live with just the head. Yeah. So, <laughs> uh, sometimes yeah. when she falls asleep, I'll adjust. They'll just. Is it quiet? Yeah. It's dead quiet. Well, yeah, you, you can't hear it at all. You can adjust. Yeah. Yeah. Is she flat? She, she would prefer, I think, to be flat. But I think she's actually now likes being slightly elevated mm. as well so mm. i don't know the other thing is is it has so it's a smart base so it has built into it the every morning you get a sleep score there you go and one of the things that the article talked about mm -hmm. is like w the more we obsess about getting rest yeah the more elusive it becomes mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, they actually did a study on this where yeah. they found that like the people who do sleep trackers and all of that they actually sleep worse well yeah i mean and it's just um, you know, now in the last 10, 20 years, we have smartphones and yeah. smart mattresses and yeah. like there's even apps that like track your snoring and yeah. stuff. And yep. Our bed does all of that. And it's it's like, really weird. It's just like it goes to show the human tendency to like if there's metrics and statistics <laughs> I want to measure it. involved at all, like I want to measure it. Oh, yeah. yeah. And Shannon still does. I don't. But yeah. Shannon gets up every morning and she's like. So like a good score is like a hundred. That mm -hmm. you know that's the, so from top zero score. to hundred, yeah. the top score is a hundred. So yep. you ideally want to be in the eighty-five to like ninety-five range. Sure. So anyway, she gets up like every morning and she's like fifty-four. What did? And so she'll actually go through the app and track. Like yeah. I was clearly awake in the two thirty-five. That's right. I think that's when you went to the bathroom. You ruined my that's sleep right. score. This is your fault. <laughs> this should be graded on a curve. And I'm like, this app is killing us. That's right. It's not. We're not going to survive this stupid smart bed. Yeah. That's so funny. As soon as you well, got here, smart bed, you've been trying to hijack my marriage. That's right. Uh, <laughs> New things to be mad about that you wouldn't have even yeah, known about. Yeah, you wouldn't even cared before. That's but right. she can literally look at it, and it tells her where she was restless or when yeah. she got out of bed and all these kinds of things. Man. That's to amazing. try and optimize yeah. your sleep. Mm -hmm. and, and, and the article overall, I think was taking this like we're trying all of these things mm -hmm. like we it, it, we know that alcohol before bed may make us fall asleep faster but it actually helps us avoid REM sleep you know we're trying to if you exercise more it mm -hmm. actually helps your sleep but the yeah. problem is is uh uh Americans are becoming more insular, and right. so it's not really an option for them to be outdoors as much mm -hmm. and uh, and expose them their you know their bodies to the environment. Uh -huh. You know, uh, tr we want to track it. So if we track it, we think that'll solve it. Yep. Clearly, that's actually making it worse. Yeah, right. Um, and so, like our obsession with rest mm -hmm. and our obsession with sleep, and now clearly there are some people that have 
sleep abnormalities, yep. sleep maladies, mm -hmm. uh, uh, you know, th conditions that actually inhibit the sleep. I'm, I'm not talking about that. Yeah. What I'm talking about is we are clearly not getting the rest mm -hmm. that uh, humans used to be able to get, and it yeah. was just that was it was just like normative, you know. Yeah. Like, well, they were hunting all day That's and tired, right. you know, yeah, yeah. whatever. Mm -hmm, and, mm -hmm. you know, I got stuff to do now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, the problem, and then we're on our screens until late yeah. at night. So instead of getting off of our screens, yeah. we, we, we opt for blue light filters and right. blue light glasses. Yeah. And so in other words, we're, we're willing to kind of do things to get rest, mm -hmm. but we're not willing to actually do the things to get rest. So yeah. we're trying to like find an end around to the problem. Yeah. Is well, I'm I, I, and actually, as I read this, it, it was very insightful and very like, I loved reading it and it was, um, it was just cool to read. Um, but I also felt like when I read articles on, I felt the same way that I feel when I read articles about fitness. Yeah. It's like, I've heard all this stuff before. <laughs> I know what I need to You're do. Like, oh, no. But I still look at my phone before I go. <laughs> so I think there's, I mean, there's like this, it is good that we have technology and tools to like maybe help diagnose some little things we can tweak and twist. And, you know, definitely things like a mattress make a big difference mm -hmm. depending on mm -hmm. where you're at. Um, but there are some very fundamental things where life is different now than it was back then. Yeah. And it really just comes down to we can either blame the time we're in and be victims of it, or we can say, you or know, make what? better choices, we need to make better decisions. It's time to make, if I really want more sleep, it's time to make better choices. And I just had a conversation uh, in a counseling session um, earlier today where I said to someone, um, there's one question that I ask people in virtually every counseling session. Mm -hmm. Um, and I almost always already know the answer mm -hmm. and I'm asking it for their benefit, not mine. Mm -hmm. And that is, is if a marriage is unhealthy or, an, or a person, an individual is not healthy, the, the question that I will always ask them is, how's your rest? Mm. Yeah. And I've never had somebody who's been in a crappy stage of life say to me, it's amazing. Yeah. My rest is great. Yeah. Now, most of the time, not most of the time, a lot of the time they think when I say, how's your rest, they mean your physical rest. Mm -hmm. And I do mean that. Yeah, it's part of it. But that's not what I'm talking about. Mm -hmm. I'm not talking about your, your physical rest. I'm talking about your soul rest, your soul care, your Sabbath, your rhythm, your cadence, mm -hmm. your pace of life. Yeah. Not just taking a day off once a week, but mm -hmm. taking time off every single day yeah. to, to go inward mm -hmm. before you go outward. Right. And um, most people, A, don't do that. Yeah. Uh, because B, they don't know how to do it. Mm -hmm. uh, and C, even if I teach them, they still don't want to do it. Right. They want to find an end around because yeah. that answer seems too easy to them. Yep. How can rest affect all of that? Well, my guess is, is I've never seen a study, but I bet you if you studied people who were really good at soul rest, mm -hmm. I bet you their physical sleep is better. Mm -hmm. And I bet you their uh, overall health is better. Mm -hmm. 
um, at least in their orientation to their relationships and to their career location. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, it all ties in together. We want to parse that stuff out like, oh, my, my physical sleep is different than, you know, my soul rest is different than my emotional health. And a lot of them are really, really, I mean, I can't tell you how many times the reason I'm up late on my phone is because I'm trying to distract myself from something that I'm worried about or anxious about or don't want to have to face the next day. Yeah. And, and that all is, it's all one big piece of the, you know, it's yeah. all one, it's all tied together. And well, you were reading that, you, or you put up that quote the other day on the gram mm -hmm. from Richard Foster. Yeah. Celebration of Discipline, mm -hmm. which I love that title because we don't like the word discipline. Yeah. We, we want information as a shortcut. Mm -hmm. So like I remember this guy a couple of years ago and I was like, well, why don't we start with getting you to a good rhythm and learning how to rest? And then, and then maybe that'll end up helping all the stuff with your marriage that you're angry about. And he was, he refused. Mm -hmm. He was so angry because that couldn't possibly be the answer. That yeah. couldn't possibly give him what he needed. Yeah. Just can't you give me a point mm -hmm. or an information or yeah. whatever to mm -hmm. solve this problem? And yeah. I'm like, yeah. you know, I, I can't gi give you information to solve this. Right. It requires discipline. Yeah. Well, and the thing uh -huh. is, is inspiration or sorry, information is inspiring. Like yeah. you hear a point of information that you hadn't heard before and you're like, maybe that's the thing. Yeah. So I'm going to buy what I need to buy. I'm going to download what I need to download. Yeah. I'm going to, and, and maybe once I absorb, you know, consume that content or, you know, try to apply that information, then things will be better. Yeah. Just knowing it. Right. Yeah. But yeah. even GI Joe knew that knowing is only half the, the battle. battle. Indeed. Oh, G.I. Joseph. G.I. Joseph. So wise. So wise. Beyond his ears. Did you say G.I. Joseph? Yeah. <laughs> so... <laughs> well, do you know what the word therapy means? The word therapy mm -hmm. is a Greek word, and it means to minister. Mm. Yeah. And we have domesticated that word. Right. Where therapy today means give me the right information mm -hmm. so that I can be cured. Yeah. And that's, that was not the Greek understanding yeah. of that word. It was to minister to the whole self, mm -hmm. the deeper self, mm -hmm. not just the brain and the information. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And in order to do that, God, the, the one of the very first things that happens in his ordering of the world mm -hmm. around us is yeah. his commandment to rest, his right. commandment to us to Sabbath, mm -hmm. because I think he knew that 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 would be a hinge point this mm -hmm. side of Eden yeah. in our ability to stay connected to him mm -hmm. and for him to stay connected to us and for us to find balance. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think, have you found that, um, cause we actually just had a conversation about this where I was saying, I agree with having a Sabbath. I agree with like developing these rhythms of rest within my family life. And, yeah. Um, you know, now that I have a, kid I'm starting to think that way about things you know yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. and I think sometimes I know I do we overcomplicate it right mm -hmm. it's like I have to have this whole plan laid out and we have to follow it and so I wonder if you have any thoughts on like what are what are sort of people listening that are like I agree with what you're saying I know that this takes discipline but I don't know like what a good first step would be like what would you say to that person? <clears throat> well, I just said it this morning. Um, the person that I was meeting with this morning was like, you know, 
I think they felt, even though they didn't say it explicitly, I'm in this stage of life with small kids. They dictate the whole schedule. They dictate the whole day. So, like, I can't just, like, you know, drop a bag of Skittles on the floor and say, peace out, mommy's going to have a little Sabbath time. Yeah, right. Uh, You know, as nice as that would be, Uh you know. So it's Mm -hmm. like, I'm going to have to delay what you're prescribing for another season. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, no. Mm -hmm. No, I don't think that's true. I think... I think you have to, you have to, as a family, and so if you're married, let's say, you're going to need your husband's help or you're going to need your wife's help to establish a rhythm. Yeah. So, you know, if, uh, if you both work, that'll be a little bit more complicated. Those are discussions and decisions that you need to have. Is mm-hmm. that healthy? Mm-hmm. Uh, if only one of you works, then, you know, you're going to have to figure out ways to trade off yeah. so that you can rest. Yeah. Hey, uh, this weekend you should go spend the day with your friends Mm -hmm. uh this next weekend i'll go spend the weekend with my friends then the other two is us as a family doing stuff together sure Mm -hmm. um when you come home Mm -hmm. um take your time get yourself settled in Mm -hmm. uh decompress for a minute Mm -hmm. then would you take the kids for a while so that i can just go for a walk yeah so that i can just uh, yeah. s- sit on the deck yeah. so that I, whatever that is, <laughs> and then, you know, uh, and then you can go when I come back yeah. or whatever that is. A hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. I was just going to say, I th- it, it just, it's so true that, and I do this all the time. When we think about disciplines, we think in such a binary way, like yeah. it's got to look this way or else it doesn't count. You know, yeah. it's got to be like this whole 24 hours of like peace and tranquility and, <laughs> It's not how it works. Well, and, and, but it, it's true with it's true with <laughs> if you're learning something in sports. It's true with some if you're learning yeah. some if you're trying to grow in your spiritual life. It's true with this. It's like these small blocks add up, you know. So they maybe do. they really do. So maybe you don't get a whole day to yourself, but maybe you get a thirty-minute walk or while whatever the other, it you know? is. Yeah, that's a, that, because that's what's a, the alternative? The alternative right. is is like then then you go into escapism. Yeah, that's what you're going to naturally do. Right. right. So your body is telling you something, your soul is telling something when you go into escapism mode, and that looks like your kid's screaming around you while you're on your phone, yeah. you know, yeah. uh, or whatever, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. and that is not enriching at all. Right. So you're trying to shortcut something mm-hmm. yeah. in that moment when, when you could do something that actually bears fruit, right. reaps benefit. Yeah, 100%. Um, or, yeah. You know, mm-hmm. and I know we come back to this dead horse, but I, I might as well do it, man. There, nothing interrupts your ability to rest like the devices you and I have in front of us mm-hmm. right now. And if you just don't decide now, mm-hmm. and I mean now, here are the boundaries. Yep. I'm done. These are the boundaries. Mm-hmm. Husband, hold me accountable. Wife, hold me accountable. These are the boundaries. Yeah. I'm done doing this. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you, it will change your life. Yeah. Your brain is trying to give you shots of, you know, uh-huh. uh, endorphins right yeah. now and telling you, don't do it. We That's need right. the phone. Yeah, we need it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's not true. Yeah. It's keeping you up later, so you're not resting physically. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's keeping you distracted, so you're not resting spiritually. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's keeping you from your people, and so you're not resting relationally. Yeah. It's just a total interruption to your world. Yeah. Yeah, it's like one foot in and one foot out, you know, all the time. 
Yeah. Because it's always on us. Yeah. And even if you're not holding it, looking at it, yeah. the more you engage with it, the more your brain is there. Yeah. So just something to be mindful of for sure, yeah. especially as it pertains to rest. Yeah. So. Yeah, it was a great article. And it, it really was. was. A lot of Let's go to the next topic. Okay. That was great. Yeah, that was good. Yeah. Um, so I, do you watch SNL? Are you an SNL person? I used to watch SNL a lot. Okay. My problem is, is that, it, you know, when, when politics reached fever pitch in the last few years, mm-hmm. so did their comedy. Mm-hmm. You know, it mirrored the politics of the age. Right. And I just couldn't watch it anymore yeah yeah Um, Mm -hmm. so i i used to really enjoy it i like sketch comedy yeah but i i couldn't i can't watch it now yeah so i'll i'll just say i'm i'm a pretty late adapter to snl i don't watch it my my in-laws watch it quite a bit and so i'll anytime we're there we'll we'll watch it i mean there's a long history of great sketch comedy for my generation in living color the Chappelle show Mm -hmm. uh all the way through to Chappelle show yeah (laughs) but uh yeah, I tapped out. I think that's kind of what this article is about. It, yeah. So, like, I tapped out because of politics mm-hmm. with SNL. Yep. But a lot of people tapped in. They did, yeah. Because of Trump and, mm-hmm. like, you know, what Alec Baldwin was doing yep. with all of that yeah. and whatever. Mm-hmm. So, yep. but go ahead, you leave. So, I, I don't, you know, so I found Elon Musk was on lately. And I'm fiercely... Yeah, when you said that, I didn't even know that. Yeah, I'm fiercely indifferent about Elon Musk. He's the closest we'll ever get to Rocket Man, or uh, not Rocket Man, uh, Iron Man. Iron Man, wow. yeah, Tony Stark. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and, Rocket uh, Man's Elton John, but... You know, I was just at the dentist, <laughs> and Rocket Man was playing in the radio, and I think that's why I did that. <laughs> Whatever, I don't really care about Marvel either, so... Um, Iron Man. He's the closest we're going to get to Tony Stark because yeah. there's rockets and yeah. smartness involved. But yeah. I'm fiercely indifferent about him. Yeah. Um, but the fact that he was on SNL was like a big deal, I think, because he's a polarizing figure. Yeah. Um, he doesn't fit in everyone's box. Yes, know? he does not. Um, you know, to some people, he's a genius and he's, you know, paving the way for the future. And, yeah. and to other people, he's a, you know, capitalist nightmare who's yeah. ignorant and, yeah. you know. Yeah worse on Twitter than Donald Trump or whatever you want to say. So, yeah. but, so I don't really care about that, and I don't even really care about SNL that much. But what I, what I was really interested about and what this article brought up was, like, the, the fact that he was put there mm-hmm. and, and all of the stirring that that caused, not just in the public eye, but mm-hmm. actually within the cast and crew of SNL. Yeah, there's some people, didn't they threaten, like, I'm not performing that? Yeah, if, if so a lot there. of the, the cast or crew people were like, I'm not down with this, I disapprove of it. They didn't, like, boycott or anything, I don't think, but they were like, this is not good, we don't, you know. And I, actually, I watched his monologue, and he, it was really awkward. It was, you know, he had some sort of funny moments, but you can tell he's... Because he was a, a nerd in high school. That's right, he's like That's a, why he's so yeah, wealthy he's, now. Yeah, exactly. But, like, he clearly was <laughs> extremely uncomfortable, and, um, you know... He was not a thespian. No, definitely not. He was not. the guy in the lab. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> the, the one funny thing he did say was, um, he's like, I... I reinvented the electric car and I'm sending rockets to space. He's like, I don't know why everyone's expecting me to be a cool, chill dude. Like, <laughs> he's like, I'm weird. Like, you know, so I don't know, whatever. But I, I think it's really interesting that, um, like, we can be so critical of something that is like attempting to be entertainment and levity. Yeah. And I guess that's kind of what I want to talk about. It's okay. like, 
you know, SNL, the other thing about that the article mentioned about SNL that I always think is, so they, they have a week to prepare these sketches. Which is insane. It's insane. The, the article insane. says it. The truth is that SNL is deeply flawed by design. Yeah. Now, if you have a season where you've got, like, yeah. the, the guys, you know, yeah. there have been the golden eras yeah. where it's like, yeah. for them, it's no problem. They've yeah. got chemistry and can make magic happen. And, you know, those sessions would have been amazing. Yeah. yeah, exactly. But that's a hard, that's so hard to do. 90 you know? minutes of sketch comedy in six days with someone who's in the cast that has never done this no, before no. every week. Exactly. Go. And, and, and uh, who is an extremely polarizing yeah. figure. Or in this case, yeah. Yeah, and, so, yeah. so I, there's just so much going on here. I think in the article, one of the reasons the article was interesting to me was it's like, SNL doesn't know where it's going. And so it's like, here, let's try, let's try things and see what it sticks. Let's see what sticks, you know? But even in light of that, like trying to do this kind of like interesting thing, yeah. everyone was like upset about that. Yeah. So yeah. I get, I just like, why do we do that? Why do we critique things that aren't really that deep, bro? Like, <laughs> why does it have to be so, you know, everyone's just trying to like, you know, provide some levity in the world. And I don't know, just... man. We live in the most binary time that yeah. you know, we've ever lived in. And all I mean by that is, is like, you know, everyone feels the pressure to like, there's a clear right, a clear wrong. There's a clear <laughs> woke and a clear not. There's a clear, you know, uh, image and there's that we want to portray. And there's a clear, you know, anti-image. You know, yeah. and so it's like we are not good with middle, moderate. Mm -hmm. uh, we're mm -hmm. not good with. Uh, we're not just not good with any of that anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and so, and every, so everything's been made so antagonistic. Yeah. Um, that even things that have they're just silly. Mm -hmm. We're fighting about. Yeah. We're upset about. Yep. Um, yeah. You know, when that's what we've been conditioned mm -hmm. into now as a people. Yeah. Uh, There's this show on Netflix. I don't know if you've heard of it, Ginny in Georgia or whatever it is. I don't think so. Um, this, uh, um, but there was a, a line in at least one of the earlier episodes um, that I read about where they were poking fun at Taylor Swift and like how many people she's been with, or, you know, in yeah. relationships. Yeah. And she like, you know, lashed out and like had this whole Twitter thing about in response to that and like yeah. was calling them, you know, unprogressive and, you know, I thought we were in a different day and age and stuff. And I just remember reading that being like, you know, no disrespect to, to her or anything, but it's like, it's, ha, 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 like, <laughs> can't can we poke a little bit of fun? Yeah. Like, I saw a clip from one of Chappelle's specials and I'm not endorsing Chappelle necessarily. <laughs> oh, but, really, no? Uh, no, 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 I'm just saying, I'm just, I, I saw this, I, and, it, and it, it, he, he basically opens, I think, something like this. He's like, he's, you know, it was like right before the Trump election, and he was like, oh, I will destroy you uh, if you do something I don't like. Who am I imitating? And the whole audience was like, Donald Trump. Oh, yeah. And he's like, no, that's all of you. That's right. <laughs> I think that's I saw all that of one. you now. That's right. Uh, yeah. And, and it's, it was so poignant because he was mm -hmm. basically attacking you know, the cancel culture. Yeah. And, and that's what this is just more of. Yeah, I guess so. It, a I guess little that's bit, it. Yeah. Anyways. Yeah. Um, because this, but this shouldn't matter. I guess that's it. It shouldn't you know? matter that much. Yeah. Like, 
you know, have we completely lost the ability to just like, I don't know, have, reach across, you know, differing worldviews and like, just like have a little For fun. levity. Without For it, the sake of levity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And yeah. I, I think it's just we have this like, you know, critical spirit within us sometimes that's like... That's why comedians are lashing back so much right now mm -hmm. is because comedians, I don't know to... I don't know what the right word is, but they've yeah. been like modern day prophets almost mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. where, you know, comedy, stand up comedy yeah. has been the place where they can critique the culture through humor and will listen to it. Right. Because it's through humor. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But but as the culture has embraced more, you know, cancel culture and political correctness mm -hmm. at fever pitch levels, yeah. like a guy can't make a joke. Mm -hmm even if he doesn't mean it right without getting attacked as a comedian and yeah. comedians are like wait a minute yeah this is comedy right the whole point of comedy is mm -hmm. we're going to say a bunch of stuff that we don't actually mean yeah uh, uh, but the idea of it being true is funny that's right um, yeah yeah yeah. Uh, yeah well and it's often said in you know in a tone that's outrageous or you know with layer upon layer of sarcasm and so they're able to say things that would be yeah. like you said really hard to receive yeah but they they, they mask it and, and saying it in these very yeah. extreme and funny ways and that's yeah but but yeah i don't know it's just there's so much that's you know been there's so much effort put into like you know making make bringing <laughs> like equality to something that like maybe Maybe we just, I don't know. I don't so, know either. Yeah. I, you know, the, you know the, the, the one thing that I took away from the article was like, you know, without, so I, 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 re read the title of the article. It's something, I know it has to do with Trump and I don't want to get into Trump, but. Uh, Saturday Night Live is at a post-Trump crossroads. Yeah, so I, I, what the article seemed to be intimating is, is we basically, we made a decision as an organization during the Trump era, mm -hmm. which is to go after him hard because yeah. that made for good comedy amongst yeah. our audience. Yeah. Okay, mm -hmm. not nationwide, but to our audience. Right. Uh, so, so in other words, we made an industry of comedy out of polarizing figures. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. That's what we did. Right. He's gone now. Yeah. There's no way back. Right. Well, what do we do? Well, that's the thing. So yeah. we get Elon Musk. That's right. We get another polarizing we figure. We get another polarizing figure. Yeah. And so it's like they're going to have to decide now, yep. like, you know, are you going to be okay with, with credit ratings for a while mm -hmm. uh, by picking uh, non-polarizing issues and people to go after now that there are very few in the spotlight right, right. now? Yep. Or you're going to have to stick on, stay on brand. Mm-hmm. Yep, you know, yep. and that's the crossroads I think that they're trying to figure out. Yeah, and it's tricky. I mean, you know, subject matter aside, like if you're part of a, a production or like yeah. a, and you got something that's that's working, it's really hard to be like, yeah, just for the sake of like variety, we're not gonna, you know, have Alec Baldwin on this yeah. week. But he was like, you know. With with the SNL crowd, like you said, whether you agree with it or not, that yeah. was killing every week. It and, was, and so that you know. <laughs> It, it the human tendency is to be like if it ain't broke you know and now but now that's we're on the other side now of what that. Do you do? yeah yeah so i don't know man i <clears throat> i guess what i wanted to like just bring up with this was it's like we 
rest and levity are kind of tied together, yeah. you know, and that wasn't planned, but it kind of worked out. And yeah, <clears throat> and Christians more and more are embracing uh, industry and and uh, seriousness, mm-hmm. um, and not that either of those things don't belong in Christianity. I'm not saying that at all. Right. I, I'm I we preach a very serious and solemn message yeah. of hope mm-hmm. and grace and truth. Mm-hmm. Uh, we take seriously the things of God, mm-hmm. the weightier things of God, like sin and and hell and death and, you know, whatever. We, we take these things seriously. Uh, uh, we also want to be industrious. We want to be good stewards. We mm-hmm. want to be busy with our hands full, hands to the plow, not yep. looking back. Mm-hmm. Uh, so th- that those are Christian principles to a point. Yeah. Yeah. Because Christians ought to be also some of the most joyful people who mm-hmm. can laugh Mm-hmm. Because we've been set free from mm-hmm. consequence and condemnation yeah. and from wrath. And yeah. and so, like, we have a lot to be happy about right. and to be stoked about. Yep. And so we should be free to enjoy each other mm-hmm. in silly, nonsensical ways that other people are not. Yeah. And then, but, and we also should be really good at rest and yep. embrace rest and commend yep. people to rest and... Uh, mm-hmm. You know, and so yeah. we, we we walk in both sides, not just the binary position of one or the other. Yeah, um, and the thing is, man, like mm-hmm. if if your soul is at rest and your soul is free, it allows you to not take yourself so seriously. Yeah, I know. And I some when I things like this make me sad because it's I understand that people want don't want other people to be hurt and they don't want other people to be offended. And like, I, I understand that, but I also feel like there's this, this tension and angst in people's hearts where it's like, I can't enjoy anything unless no one is hurt by it. Yeah. That's impossible. And it's impossible, you know? And so it, it, to me, it's a little bit sad. Every person who holds a microphone has hurt somebody in some way. That's right. That's right. I mean, even back in like the, you know, when things weren't as aggressive as they are now, that was still the case, you know? That's right. And so the gospel doesn't just, you know, first and foremost, it it frees us from the penalty of sin and the, you know, and it brings us back to God the Father, but it also allows us to turn around in our life and do all the things you said, yeah. but also to, yeah. to walk with a buoyancy yeah. and be like, you know what? And if there's somebody who's out there who's like, wow, that's not... Show me that in the Bible. There's an entire book dedicated to it. It's called Ecclesiastes. Just mm-hmm. read it. Yeah. And if you get to the end of that book and you're like, I'm supposed to be this curmudgeon who's serious and working all the time. Yeah. Because you're going to have to wrestle with the fact that that book is full of things like uh, work is vanity. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's vanity. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah. open a bottle of wine with the wife <laughs> of your youth yeah. and enjoy the day. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that fortune you have, your, your son's going to blow it off. Yeah. So good luck with that. Okay. Yeah, Might wow. as well enjoy today then. Ooh, wow. Apparently things didn't go well in the Solomon household. No, I don't think so. Uh, so not. That's a good word. I think um, that's a good commendation. Why don't we end there? Yeah. And uh, we'll good. see you all next week. See ya.